Welcome to the Thriller Fiction Podcast, your source for gripping and twisty stories in a serialized format. And now, here's your host, Jim Heskett. One of the things that bugs me whenever I watch a YouTube channel, like if it's someone who has short videos and I watch a bunch of them, is if they start their videos the same way every single time. You know, like someone who starts the videos, what's up YouTube? And then the next video is what's up YouTube? And then the next video is what's up YouTube? You know, and it's like if their videos are two minutes and so you watch 12 of them and they start everyone the same way, you're like, dude, get a new intro. All this to say, hello, my name is Jim Heskett and this is the Thriller Fiction Podcast. And I hope that I'm not starting every single episode exactly the same way and that you're getting tired of it because, you know, I assume that you're listening to these um once a week as they come out, but it's entirely possible that you're listening to this, you know, many years in the future. And first of all, hello, future person that you're listening and you're binging them all. And so, you know, I hope my intros um, aren't getting on your nerves. And if they are, well, you know, past me can't do anything about that. That's that's past me's problem and future me can't do anything about it. Anyway, so welcome again to the podcast. What are we doing here? We are reading the first chapters of every book in the Micah Reed Chronological Edition, uh, which lists all the books in da, 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 chronological order instead of the regular publication order. But for the second half of the books we're reading, um, the, these, the last one and these next few do actually kind of follow the publication order. What we're reading today is Blood Thief, which is the third book in the series, and it is the fourth from the last one in chronological order. So this one, once basically, if you look at Micah's life at his timeline, you can see before sobriety and after sobriety. And after sobriety, the chronological order is a lot clearer because you can look at each book and see um, uh, how long he's been sober as a way of like measuring time in the, uh, uh, the metaphysical construct of how time works. Just kidding. But so in Blood Thief, he's about a year sober, and that's something that comes up in the first chapter of this book, which we're going to get into, and then we'll chat a little bit about this chapter on the back of that. All right, you ready? I'm ready. Here we go. When Frank lifted the cover from the cake, Micah Reed burst out laughing, but probably not for the reasons Frank had intended. White frosting topped the cake with a single candle and an icing picture of some bluish, blob thingy with gray streaks running through it. A lake, maybe, or a swimming pool? Micah couldn't figure it out. What's so damn funny, Frank said as he hefted the cake onto Micah's desk. Well, it's just, I mean, I appreciate you getting me a cake for my one year and all, but I have no idea what that is supposed to be. Is it like an abstract thing? Frank huffed a sigh and retreated into their office's kitchen to grab a coffee mug. Micah worried for a second that he might have pissed off his boss, but Frank returned a moment later with no anger written on his wrinkly face. Frank craned his neck and squinted at the blue blob. Well, crap. It's supposed to be a bird escaping a cage, you know, symbolism and all that. I asked the girl at Whole Foods if she could do a bird, and she said sure, it was no problem. Looks like she oversold her talents, though. Micah stroked an imaginary goatee. Ah, I get it now. Symbolism. One year sober, free of the cage of alcoholism. That's clever, Frank. Real clever. Frank shook his head. Yeah, yeah, kid. 
This is about as sentimental as you're going to get from me today. Cut yourself a piece and let's get back to work. Micah picked up the knife and was preparing to dig into the cake, but he stopped himself. Maybe Frank wouldn't want to hear it, but Micah needed to say it. I mean it, though. I'm not exaggerating when I say I'd be dead in the gutter if it weren't for you. That's how it works, Frank said. I sponsor you, and if you don't relapse, you eventually go out and sponsor other people. Like a Ponzi scheme, but with good intentions instead of lies and bankruptcy. This time, Frank did grin. You got it. You're a year sober, so it's about time you started expanding your horizons. The knife slipped into the cake, and Micah sectioned off a corner for himself. My horizons, eh? That brings up a good point. For the last year, I've been thinking about not much besides getting 12 whole months of sobriety under my belt, stringing together as many days as I could. And, Frank asked, well, now I've got a year, so what do I do with myself? Mostly, Frank said, you keep living one day at a time, but it's also time to start figuring out what you want to be when you grow up. Go out into the world and mix with normal people. Make a friend, write your memoirs, take a pottery class or whatever. It doesn't matter as long as you keep doing what's required to stay sober on a daily basis. Make a friend. Not an easy task for Micah for more than a few reasons, not the least of which was that his name wasn't actually Micah Reed, not the name he'd been born with anyway. He'd had plenty of experience reciting the version of his past that included all the government-approved fake details, but it never got any easier. Before he had time to dwell on this further, the door at the front of Mueller Bail Enforcement opened and in slinked a terribly familiar woman. Dark skin, dark eyes, long dark hair. Wearing a t-shirt and jeans, which might have seemed strange for October, but Denver weather could be like that. She had a constricted gait as if she was trying to keep her frame from tearing apart as she crossed the room. With her arms held close to her body, her legs kept tight together as she walked. When she came to a stop, her knees pointed slightly inward. Micah knew her somewhere, somehow, but he couldn't place it. Like seeing a recognizable actress in a movie, but the name dances barely outside of your memory. The not knowing drives you so crazy that you have to get on the internet and investigate. Frank shot to his feet and waddled across the office. Morning, ma'am. Can I help you? She pulled her purse a little closer to her chest. Daisy Cortez, you are Mr. Mueller? That's what they call me, Frank said. What can we do for you? Daisy nodded at Frank and then her eyes darted in Micah's direction a few times. Unsteady, flashing glances. Hi, Micah. The hair on the back of Micah's neck spiked. She knew his name? Uh, hi. You gotta forgive me, but I don't... Do I know you from somewhere? Yes, we live in the same building. I'm on the second floor. We met in the elevator on the way to the manager's office a couple months ago. Now it all clicked into place, both of them on their way to pick up packages. They'd even chatted for a couple minutes that day, and now he remembered all of it. She'd been new in the building worked at a coffee shop, had a boyfriend named Mason or something like that. Micah crossed the room to greet her. Daisy, I'm, I'm so sorry I didn't remember you. It's okay, we only talked a little. But Micah did remember seeing her around elsewhere, in the parking garage, maybe once or twice in the lobby. An attractive woman, shy, often didn't make eye contact, always in a rush to get somewhere. What can we do for you, Daisy? Frank said. Her eyes bounced back and forth between Micah and Frank. She hitched a tense breath and blew it out as she deflated like a balloon. I need your help.
So there you go. That is the first chapter of Micah Reed book number three named Blood Thief. And um, like I mentioned, Micah's one year of sobriety is very important. Basically, that's what they're talking about in the first half of this chapter because Frank got Micah a cake. And now Micah is saying, well, I'm a year sober. What do I do? I've been focused on this entire first year on not drinking and just getting a year. So now what do I do with myself now that I'm a year sober? Um, and it's sort of that uh, uh, coming of age, rite of passage thing. You know, it's definitely Micah's, Micah's series isn't, you know, like young adult coming of age. But there are certainly some coming of age related to sobriety themes in, in his books. Um, you know, because when he was drinking, he, he really only thought of himself and he wasn't ever a grown up and he didn't ever really do anything to foster maturity. And now he's sober and he's like, so how do I be a grown up? And Frank's like, you know, in typical gruff, loving and gruff Frank style, he's like, I don't know, take a pottery class, kid, um, make a friend. And so when he said make a friend, that's going to be one of the things that Micah does in this book. Which, uh, if you've read Blood Thief, you know that this is the first book that um, that retired spy and assassin <clears throat> Lane Parrish appears in. Uh, this is the book I introduced Lane. And, you know, of course, when I introduced Lane, I had no idea he was going to become his own side character with his own, um, with his own series. Uh, I just wanted Micah to make a friend that was very opposite to him. But anyway, back to this first chapter. Now... I've always really liked the sort of um, gumshoe spy novel, or not spy, gumshoe detective novels with the femme fatale, um, you know, uh, Chinatown or any of the, any of those sort of 40s and 50s pulp novels where the uh, the detective is, is uh, drinking drinking whiskey in his office late at night and a, um, and a hot dame walks in with, uh, with gams up to gams for days. And she says, you know, um, uh, detective, I need your help. And I always sort of liked that as a, as a trope. Um, and so I, this book is essentially a little twist on that. Daisy's not exactly a femme fatale and Micah is certainly not a private investigator. There's even in the second chapter of this book, Frank makes a point to tell Daisy, you know, like, why are you here? We're not private investigators. We are, uh, I'm a bail bondsman and Daisy has a reason why she came to them for help but um, which you'll get into if you read the book but but I just really liked that kind of um, that idea of of, um, of a woman showing up uh, and asking Micah for help and a little t kind of twist on the femme fatale uh, trope and I um, I've uh, apparently run out of things to say about this Blood Thief is shows Micah growing in a lot of ways, but it also um, relates to his past coming back to haunt him. Because um, if you read the book, you know that there are interspersed passages related to a blog called Inside Witness Protection, where someone is trying to expose people who are in witness protection, and Micah's name comes up in that. And you know, one of the 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 main, the main overall theme in the Micah Reed series is this conflict of moving forward versus atoning for the past and mistakes of the past coming back to haunt you because we've seen Micah made a lot of mistakes before he got sober. And so a lot of the time these books deal with his past coming back to haunt him. Not every book, you know, because that would get boring if it were, it would be too, I would feel like it was too formulaic if every single book was about Micah wrestling with somebody from his past. You know, there are entire books that have nothing to do with the past really like, 
Shot Caller is, is a book that it's really not about Micah's life and the cartel at all. Um, but yeah, that's the overall theme of the Micah Reed books is, is about how he's moving forward despite what he used to be. And, you know, witness protection is a, is a metaphor uh, for a metaphor. No, is it an allegory? I don't know. I sometimes get those confused. It's an allegory probably for him putting his life back together and getting a fresh start and being able to reinvent himself now sober, now in a new city, now with a new job, now with a new mission in life. And um, that's all I have to say about it. So I'll just say, what's up, YouTube? Uh, remember that it's a callback to the beginning of the episode. Anyway, I really thank you for checking out the show. Go to jimheskett.com forward slash thriller podcast to uh, see what's going on with the show and uh, make sure you sign up to my reader group so you can get some free books. Check me out on Facebook. Check out the contest at jimheskett.com forward slash contest and you know, make sure that you drink eight glasses of water today because it's important to stay hydrated. All right, have a good one. That's it for this episode of the Thriller Fiction Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Don't forget to rate and review the show on iTunes and visit jimheskett.com for more info and free thriller books.